Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. I'm her trusty sidekick, Canna Kenny. And today we have another wonderful show. We'll be speaking with Cristala Allen, who is a cannabis cunandetta. And she is also involved in the Native American world and with the Native workplace. And Nurse Heather, I'm excited to have this beautiful guest today because I know that your background is steeped in the tradition of Native America um, by virtue of your hometown, Farmington, New Mexico. Tell our beautiful listeners a little bit about that before we introduce our guest. Oh, thank you, Kana Kenny, and welcome to our Good News listeners. It, it is a beautiful and magical day today as we're talking about, as you said, one of my favorite subjects, health and wellness and traditional and spiritual perspectives regarding those things. Um, I, As you said, I am from New Mexico and where I was raised with Native American healers and amazing wise people who, who helped me to learn along my way. And our guest today is one of these people. She is a true Native healer with magical powers and deep wisdom. Uh, well, welcome, Cristala, or should I say, Madam Mota. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you. Good morning. Cristala, you have deep and rich background as a tribal member and a traditional healer. Can you introduce yourself in the Native way and share more with our listeners about your background and experience as a healer? Good morning. I say good morning to you. Uh, welcome, friends. My name is Cristala. My father is a member of the Caddo Nation of Oklahoma, and my mother is full-blooded Sicilian. So on my father's side were Peyote Way, uh, Native American Church, and on my mother's side, uh, cannabis has been a Mediterranean medicine for thousands of years. So uh, my, my grandma on that side was a plant doctor, and so I've kind of been inundated with traditions on two different sides of, of, of my family. Wow, that's that's incredible. You mentioned that on the Mediterranean side that 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 you were introduced to cannabis and that was part of the doctoring. I know I've heard you say before that cannabis doctors the spirit. Um, can you explain to us why you began using cannabis as part of your healing ceremonies and the private sessions that you actually do to help people heal and get through traumas and such? Yes, I'd love to. Thank you. Well, the way we see it is that, you know, Creator made a plant for everything that we, we need. Uh, some plants are for helping our stomach. Some plants are for helping our, our bones heal. And some plants are for helping our spirit. And cannabis is one of those plants that doctors our spirit. So I've been through many things myself, a, a lot, too many things, I, I would say. Um, and I would definitely 
unequivocally say that cannabis has saved my life many times. I've been through my own health issues, um, a few of which I'll mention, I guess, nine concussions, broken neck, wrist, elbow, knees, shoulders. Uh, my husband passed away when he was 38, and I have six children that are not in this, you know, that are in the spirit world. So many, many things that I've had help from cannabis, um, you know, when you're dealing with the death of a child or the death of your spouse, <clears throat> sometimes you just kind of wish you were, were with them. And so um, in the same way that cannabis doctors PTSD and helps our veterans not commit suicide, I think it can help anybody who is considering that they'd rather be on the other side. Very much so. I think it, it not only does it doctor the the symptoms, but it doctors your spirit. So over time, it heals those. So they're not as um, bothersome bothersome to you. You know, Cristala, I, I know you as, and you are known as a cannabis curandera. <laughs> um, this I know what that means because I'm from New Mexico, but a lot of our listeners will not know what that means. Can you explain what a curandera is and what you mm-hmm. do as a cannabis curandera? Well, you know, one thing that curanderas do is uh, we use plant medicines and prayers and traditional ways of doctoring, uh, they're pretty normal in the native community. I don't really feel like, you know, what I do is, is, um, unusual inside the native community, but in the, in the outside community, in the mainstream community, people kind of see it as esoteric. So for example, it's more of a body, mind, spirit healing modality where I'll give you an example. If somebody gets into a, a car wreck and breaks their leg, the hospital, sets the bone, but they still need to have their spirit doctored from the trauma, which is largely what PTSD is, trauma to the spirit, in our in our opinion. Um, I've been making cannabis remedies for 25 years, um, individually for individual patients, depending upon what they needed. And <clears throat> sometimes it's... Um, I think people that are suffering from PTSD uh, don't need a kind of a harsh massage. They need something a little bit more soothing and um, a little bit more take them to another place so that they can open up and talk about what's bothering them. Um, I have some patients that, that come here and they're what I would say over smoking through an, an ordeal. For example, um, a recent patient I had had a 10-year-old son that passed away and he was just smoking, smoking, smoking too much, I felt. So my prescription to him was no more than three hits and then let the medicine work on you. You know, don't take yourself too far over to the other side where, you know, um, any medicine is that way. You know, there's a, there's a, a way you have to learn how it works for you. And, um, you know, so that was one of my prescriptions for him was you're over smoking right now because of your pain, but let just bring it down a little bit. No more than three hits. What other practice smoking, obviously, is that potions are typical of something that you use as a kunindetta? Um, <clears throat> I typically infuse cannabis um, into oils and use it topically. Um, 
I use the charcoal. I I keep my stems and sticks. I smudge my home with. Um, I use every little bit of it uh, that I can, and in ways. So I use the. I save all my little charcoal in a little container. It takes a while to save it up, but um, I like to use that in poultices and, um, you know, topically just for a number of things, even for mosquito bites, cannabis ashes are very good for mosquito bites. <laughs> and I know the Nat- Native Americans are so spiritual. Is there sort of a spiritual aspect that you use in, in conjunction with the cannabis, whatever form it's being used in? Well, I do because I feel like um, one thing I try to help my patients with is is just reconnecting with the spirit of the plant. Um, and in our tradition, the the when you put the fire to the plant, that's how you release the spirit of the plant, and that's why we bless ourselves with the smoke because that's actually the spirit coming out of the plant that you see. So we bless ourselves with that, and I try to help people. Um, take a little time and be quiet with it time you know in my early activist days when i was organizing the million marijuana marches back in early 2000s with normal and cures not wars you know i had a gentleman ask me he he came up to me and he said well you know i smoked marijuana once and it really never did much for me and so i i, I just said well did you really did you ask it to i mean you know in our way you ask the plant to help you you approach it humbly when you're gathering it, when you're using it, all along the way. My grandma was like that. I would watch her with her plants and, you know, just loving on them, singing to them. It seemed like they would grow to any size she asked them to. So, you know, we have a way of approaching medicine humbly and asking for its help is one of the things that we do. So I try to help people, you know, go spend some time on the side of the mountain, just you and your spliff. Bless yourself, make a prayer, <laughs> sit and be quiet with it, you know, and, and then see what you hear. That's beautiful. How do others, non-Native Americans, how do they reach out to find you to, to receive the beautiful service that you provide and the blessings? Um, people, you know, I do have my, uh, well, I'll, I'll just back up for one second and talk about Matamota for a minute. Um you know, working in, I've been working also in Indian country, running a nonprofit, doing a lot of work for a long time. I'm a, a tribal member, uh, Caddo Nation of Oklahoma. And of course, in Indian country, if people think you smoke weed, you are not ever going to get a contract with a tribe ever. So I had to hide that, like many people do, <clears throat> excuse me, in their workplace. And so I created as initially as a way for me to have a Facebook page where I could teach the history and the beauty of this plant uh, without having the repercussions of, um, the, you know, backlash, if you will. So that's, that's kind of how Madame Mota came to be. Um, and now I forgot what you asked me. <laughs> well, that's okay. We're about up to our first break. Okay. And we, we have the beautiful cannabis nurse heather this is good news and we have the amazing cristala allen also known as madame moda who we will be back with in just a few moments after we hear a word from our sponsors good news with nurse heather will return but first let's show some love to our sponsors dr tab 
Father, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners, with good news with Cannabis Nurse Heather. And our beautiful guest today, Cristala Allen, who is a cannabis kunandetta. And she is also known as Madame Mota. Just before the break, she was beginning to tell our beautiful listeners about Madame Mota. I'll turn it over to her first to finish that story. Well, what I was saying was, you know, how Madame Mota kind of came to be. And, you know, it, it is a little bit of a silly name that, that makes people laugh, which is is one thing I was kind of going for. You know, I mean, I've had some criticism from people saying, you know, I'm you know, we're trying to lean towards science and not really. First of all, I wanted to have fun with it. I've been working in very serious poverty stricken communities for a long time. That can get a little depressing sometimes. And and I think that healing when you're healing, especially from serious illnesses such as cancer and Crohn's and epilepsy, that it, it can be a little depressing sometimes. So I think laughter is good medicine. People almost always laugh when they hear Madame Mota. That's something. That's a reaction I like to I like to see from them, because we just need a little bit more of that. And um, you know, so I really practice integrated medicine. Um, I believe in uh, some conventional medicine, and I believe in traditional medicine, which we have really different definitions for that in Indian country. Conventional medicine is more of the Western. Uh, modalities and traditional medicine is the older modalities. So we call the older medicine traditional and the newer medicine conventional. Absolutely. Thank you for clarifying that. And, you know, Cristal, I also wanted to thank you for you were speaking of sitting on a hilltop with your joint and smoking it and listening to the medicine. And you had actually given me a, what is it called? Is it a, a spirit <laughs> stick? Or you gave me some kind of a ceremonial piece that 
I've used, and, and it is true that when you sit quietly, and you told me this is not for sharing with friends, this is for you when you need to be at one with the medicine. And so I wanted to thank you for giving me that gift and that awareness to sit and listen to the medicine. Oh, thank you so much. I Actually, I created those. Um, I call them ritual roaches. <laughs> and they're usually something I make for my clients. So I, I, cannot, I, feel like, I feel like what I do is a blend between native values regarding traditional medicine and, and then some of the older ways in the Mediterranean. Um, because my grandma used to doctor people with cannabis um, uh, this medicine in Sicily, at least, has been used to treat people for anger and sadness. It's an anger and sadness medicine, which I'm sure makes sense to a lot of people that are hearing that because um, it, it doctors those two things so well. And actually, in Mediterranean way, also consider this plant to be feminine, um, mostly because it's, it has a softening quality. Um, not that it makes everyone feminine, but that it has a, a woman-like softening quality to it, a comforting quality to it. So, um, yeah, I like to make those because I think that people need, we, we like our, our rituals. That goes, that's in our DNA, regardless of where you're from in this universe, regardless of where you're from, your family, your relatives, all had their old rituals. And so I think reconnecting with those old ways and having some ceremonial tools, actually a box of ceremonial tools that you just use to pray with sometimes. Or go, you don't have to call it prayer. You can call it whatever you want, meditation, uh, just sit and be quiet sometimes with it. And uh, I really think that's how Bob Marley wrote a lot of his songs, you know. I mean, he didn't write all those songs all by himself. He had the medicine enhancing his sensitivity and his consciousness and his awareness I feel like they wrote those songs together. Yes. yes. And and you've also said that Bob Marley's songs are prayers and yes. that these prayers, every time his song is played all over the world, that these prayers are being released and, and given up. And he, uh, he really has made an impact in our world with this spirit of the medicine being his assistant. Um, you, my dear, are, have assisted many, and you bring goodness to the world in so many ways, including your efforts regarding the Native work, uh, workplace. What is, you were talking a little bit about, about this before the break, but what is Native Workplace, and what does this company do to assist tribes and tribal members? Well, I created Native Workplace about 15 years ago. Um, when there just was no place online for Native people to look for work in our own community. And as more Native papers came online and had their classifieds up, we, we shifted from that to uh, Green Jobs. When Green Jobs first came out, no one knew what it was either. Uh, they knew it was Green Jobs, but what does that mean? So we launched an effort to educate our community on the variety of Green Jobs that were available, not just wind and solar, but... Um, we've done a lot of work in energy auditing, training, uh, rain catchment system installations and certifications, all these kind of sustainable living things that can translate into work. But we also tied it to our traditional values uh, just to give the work more importance to people so that if you are a sun dancer, you can work with the sun 
in solar or if you pour water for ceremony you can work with water to keep our water clean so <clears throat> i'm always trying to make that traditional connection it's also now here we are again with cannabis and the coal memo uh that came out that that have the eight guidelines that tribes can follow and and grow cannabis but it's still a slippery slope and <clears throat> our community needs education not just on what kind of business we can engage in, but just the plant and the medicine. A lot of Native people are still very much against cannabis. And so that's a little bit of an uphill road. It's not viewed as, quote unquote, our medicine. It's viewed as a medicine from someplace else. And it's also been lumped in, in our community, in our, in our, in our wellness situations, you know, when people are sick and their spirit is sick, they're going to take anything they get. They can get their hands on, really. So in the mind of the community, cannabis is lumped in with everything else, alcohol, meth, cocaine. And we have a, a lot of education that has to happen in our community to, to, to change that tide. And there's just a lot of tension, isn't there, between initially the federal government finally saying that they're going to allow the Native American tribes to be involved, and then on the other hand, a lot of uncertainty and confusion about it, so that now it's more of a promise than the reality. The reality is that we're still having to fight with the federal authorities and sometimes even the state authorities to allow the Native Americans to have this beautiful plant. Yes, it's true. And, you know, when, when that memo first came out, the red flag to me was the Department of Justice was saying tribes can do this as long as they remain compliant. Well, what does that mean? That is a very big word, compliance, as we're just seeing in the mainstream cannabis industry with the wide range of issues we're having with pesticides and production and, you know, having a standardized compliance. So one raid that took place, um, you know, happened for a variety of reasons. Um, they didn't have a BIA-recognized tribal council. They didn't have an ordinance. 40 greenhouses with no patient manifest. I mean, you know, we do still have to be smart about what we're doing and try and be compliant at least. Um, federal Indian law is a very complicated um, area of law, very and complicated. Fortunately, we'll all be together, as Nurse Heather will mention, <clears throat> next little bit later in October when we'll be uh, all together at a conference to address some of these issues because the good news is that there's a brighter day ahead and with education about the subject, Hopefully, then we'll be able to allow the native tribes and their and and uh, around the country to be able to do this. Absolutely, Kenny. You know, I love talking about the native lands and and growing cannabis and hemp. That's that's something that I absolutely love. But we've also got to go show a little love to our sponsors. You want to take us to the break? Absolutely. We are having a great time with our beautiful guest today, Cristala Allen. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. I'm Canna Kenny, and we're going to say hello to some sponsors and be right back with our final segment. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. 
Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to ensure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our very special guest, the cannabis kunandetta, Kristala Allen. And just before the break, we were talking about a conference that is coming. Tell us a little bit more, Nurse Heather, about that, and then we'll have our beautiful guest tell us some more. Oh, yes, Kristala. We've, we've had, you and I have had the opportunity to see each other, and Kenny as well, to see each other speak at different conferences and events. But we have never really been together on a panel, and this is going to change on October 12th, um, I'm really excited that we are all involved in the National Cannabis Summit being held in Denver. Um, can you share some of the details? I know you've been involved about this conference with all of our Good News listeners. Uh, yes, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this conference, and I, I'm just uh, even just to hang out with you guys for the weekend is going to be great. But it's really the first national cannabis um, conference that has included a full tribal track. And that is a big, no one's done that yet to this date. What's been happening is, you know, some of these conferences have, um, you know, one or two um, people that are working in, with tribes. And, um, and, um, pardon me. So it's really important for us to have a full, robust tribal track. One of the main things that we're doing that's really putting this, um, um, in a different place is 
for the very first time, we have a panel of Red Crow Cannabis, uh, which is a native-owned cannabis company and with several tribal deals. And for the first time, we have actual tribal council chairpersons coming out publicly to speak about their projects and what they've done and how they've gotten things moving. It's really still touchy. A lot of tribes are still kind of nervous about even going to a cannabis summit. And um, so we're really grateful to Red Crow Cannabis. I'm very grateful to MJ Conferences for even asking us uh, to to do this full tribal track. And, you know, education, I think it's education all the way around, not just for tribal members, but also for people that want to learn about how to engage with Indian country and uh, what we're looking for and what we're trying to do. This is a very magical morning, I must tell you, uh, Cristala, because just as we started our program, several large crows have landed just outside our studio. I'm just wondering if there's some <laughs> spiritual significance to that. <laughs> oh, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not crow, I'm clan, but um, you know, you might want to put out a couple shiny things from crows like shiny things. You know, they come around the shiny. So yeah. you guys are putting off a little shiny over there, and uh, you're drawing them in. That's interesting. You've got some some uh, some elders coming around listening to us. Of course, this big full moon we just had is still um, very very strong, and a lot of spiritual stuff swirling around. So we've got lots of crow medicine going on today. <laughs> it's wonderful, magical, Madam Mota. <laughs> you have been you have been a spiritual boost for all of us today, and all of our listeners will feel this as well. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your beauty, and your vision with all of us. Do you have any final words of wisdom to leave with our listeners? I would just say that there are millions of people who look at this plant from uh, it has touched them spiritually. They want to connect with it more deeply. What I would say would be go out and, and sit with your medicine for a little bit. Just have a little bit of it and then, and then, and then see what happens. And then see what happens. Wonderful. Thank you was, so much, you guys, for inviting me. It was very sweet of you. I, I was wondering, Nurse Heather, because uh, Cristala had mentioned about the roots going back to Sicily. And I just was wondering in my own mind if... Don Corleone had had a little bit of cannabis, maybe there would be a few less people sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> well, she says it works for, for anger and sadness, so um, in, indeed. Oh, Kenny, I don't know about you, but my spirit is feeling juiced. Um, be between the super blood moon and these messages of healing from Cristala, I'm, I'm ready to go out in the world and create some magic of my own. That's right, Nurse Heather. And you know, the, the thing about Nurse Heather is that she's trained as a registered nurse and was very accomplished in that area. And yet, Nurse Heather, you learn so much from the Hispanic healers and from the Native American healers. And I think that was almost the subject for another show. It's all well-rounded, indeed. Thank you, beautiful listeners, for being with us. We'll see you next time. This is Canna Kenny and Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. We enjoyed having our very spiritual special guest, Cristala Allen, Madame Mota, she sometimes referred to. Nurse Heather, this has been another uh, wonderful show. We look forward to seeing our beautiful listeners and sponsors for our next one. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Good News with Nurse Heather.
You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google+. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 